You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 49. What are a few simple things people can do to prevent mold? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we're talking about preventing mold and what are some simple things that people can do right now to prevent it. I know there's a lot of people still worrying about coronavirus and the remnants of it and what we do. And I think mold doesn't get enough educational awareness about the fact that you can prevent things when it comes to mold. Yeah. I, you know, we covered this, well, it's probably been over a month ago when this uh, coronavirus first not broke out. It's it's been around, I guess, since December. But when it hit the United States, pretty hard. And and all we've heard is is wash your hands for twenty seconds, use disinfectants. Um, you know, keep keep a distance with people. If you're sneezing, sneeze into your elbow. Uh, prevent handshakes. So, ironically, they they cover all this stuff, and mold never gets any attention. It's um, how many times have you heard me say, well? Why don't they offer free mold testing since they're going to give everything else away for free? Exactly. Um, but the, the things that we've been told and reminded for the last you know month or so, if people would keep doing that, a lot of that would prevent some of the mold concerns. And I'll, you obviously would have to have more things that you would have to do to prevent mold concerns. But if you use the proper hygiene and whatnot, it, it can help with mold issues. Well, and I think a lot of people sort of don't understand why mold can be such a big problem because they go, well, it's naturally present. It's naturally present in our environment. So how could something that's naturally present be an issue? And if it is an issue, if it's naturally present, how are we ever going to completely get rid of it? How do you respond to that? Well, I mean, that's where the tough, you know, it, it gets very, and I say this all the time, it's mold so complex, but 
you're right in the fact that you're, you're never going to totally get rid of mold. But mold is acceptable, just like radon. I always like to refer to or compare it to radon because radon's naturally present too, but it's the second leading cause of lung cancer. Does that mean that we just say, oh, that's fine, we just deal with it? No, we test for it and we take measures to make sure we don't have elevated radon levels. So mold's the same thing. Our goal's not to totally get rid of it. And so that's where it's easy for people to poo-poo it away because they go, oh, well, it's just naturally present. Well, okay, and then that's fine. I mean, do you eat moldy bread? That's natural. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds us of our burgers that are sitting on the table just growing lots of nasty-looking things on it. Yeah, we... um. I quit writing in the journal about that after we hit the 30 days, but uh, they are still sitting there just because we kind of want to see what's going to go on with it. Um, the I think we referred to it as the drive through burger. Ironically enough, it, in about, I'd say the first two weeks, it got some nasty green mold on it, and it started on the lettuce. Um, then it moved to the tomato, and... The only other thing that really got any mold on it was a little bit of white fuzzy mold on the the hamburger patty itself, which is kind of odd. So it tells me, and you and I talked about this, that the the meat probably has some sort of preservatives in it, but the lettuce and the tomato obviously don't. It tells me that the bun does too, because there's nothing on the bun. It's kind of odd. Whereas our home hamburger... It's got nice white fuzzy mold everywhere. And it's between the buns. Um, and so I don't know if it's from the cheese. I doubt it. I don't know if it's from the patty itself. But it, it looks totally different. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it was, you know, just something we were doing for fun. But but it, it so to go back to what we were talking about as far as what's naturally present, that mold spores are naturally present in the air. Now, mold infestations that you can visibly see, no, that's not natural, okay. if that makes sense. That's a really good way to put it, because I think until you make the invisible visible by educating people about the fact that, yes, mold spores are naturally present, but once they become stachybotrys, once they become toxigenic mold, that takes on a whole other life of its own and has to be looked at differently. Right. And when you see a mold infestation, so what you got to realize, and I say this all the time, mold affects everyone differently. And, you know, for the most part, common molds for a healthy person won't, it won't make you sick. And, and once again, these are common mold spores in the air, not a infestation in the corner of your bedroom. Once you see that infestation, then we have elevated uh, mold spore counts. So at that point, going back to like radon, radon is naturally present, but anything over for picocuri liters per hour is not normal or they claim it can cause cancer well it's the same concept with the mold infestation once you can see that infestation it's such a high concentration that it's gonna affect you and one thing people don't think about is if if there is that mold infestation something's causing it like when you see mold on your cheese what does that tell you yeah cheese is not good i mean do, do you get mold on your cheese when you first buy it no what about oh, your bread? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it tell, it's, it's telling yeah. you so. It's an indicator. And so mold infestation is the same principle. So what do what are some of the simple things that homeowner homeowners can do to prevent it from getting to the place where it's a mold infestation? So we have, um, every week I, I do a Facebook post. That's, I try to be really informative. Most of it's always about mold, but I do talk about 
you know, other home maintenance things, but follow us on Facebook and, and read that weekly, uh, post that I post. Also, you can sign up for our email list. But as far as just as a normal homeowner, you know, you can do simple things like making sure you're changing out your air filters every three months. Uh, you know, do, do a spring and fall checklist. Uh, you know, we actually, I, I've done a couple of Udemy courses and, in all of them, I, I pretty much say the same thing as far as what the courses are about, like a mold inspection. Check underneath your sinks. Um, go down in your crawl space every once in a while. Go up in your attic. Like, you know, your teenager's room that you never go in because it's such a pigsty. Like, go in there once in a while and look in the corners or underneath their bed and make sure there's not some breakfast you took into them or they took into their bedroom two months ago that's growing mold on it so there's little minor things that you can do you know check your roof make sure there's no shingles missing just routine maintenance and paying attention and you always talk about the fact that maintenance goes a long way oh yeah for everything it's you know it's no different than uh you know we're the type that we change our oil well i shouldn't say that on the car we change the oil (laughs) routinely the truck we don't as much but but we're big on that. If we get a check engine light, we look into that. Then that's the routine maintenance that you do on a vehicle so that it lasts longer. Well, you should do the same thing. Not only are you doing maintenance on your home, it's your health you're also doing maintenance on. Because a mold infestation is not just going to affect your home. It's going to affect your health. So, so it, it never hurts to just pay attention and you know see what's going on around you. Well, and a lot of people wonder too, they think about, okay, you know, maybe I have a a massive house. Where are the most common places that I would find a mold concern? Where should I be looking if I have a limited amount of time to go through the house? Where are the most common places for mold concern? Well, first I would, I would tell you to just, you know, take, I was going to say when you're mowing the lawn, look, look around, but people might hire uh, landscaping people, but Take a walk around the perimeter of your home and just make sure that, you know, the grading looks okay. There's no major cracks on your foundation because I know it sounds crazy, but you go, well, what does a crack in a foundation have to do with mold? Well, something's causing that. And what is going to be causing that is moisture. And moisture obviously will cause a mold problem. So, but take a, just take a walk around your house. Take two minutes, you know, and do that. Now, something that's obviously a more physically entailed would be like getting your ladder out and going up on your roof or going up into your attic. Um, you know, go down into your crawl space. Most people don't like to do that kind of stuff, but I know we've covered this before. If you're that fearful of it, at least open the attic hatch or the crawl space hatch and just look down in there with a flashlight and just make sure there's no standing water. There's no, you know, water stains on the subroof and things like that. Look underneath the sinks. Um, you know, stuff like kids splashing in a tub. Pay attention to that kind of stuff. If it's wet all the time in your bathroom or humid, you'll you'll be able to tell. And just pay attention to those kinds of things. So it's really just keeping an eye out and looking and observing right. and documenting. And like I said, once in a while you have to do more than just looking at things. You, you know, you have to get a ladder out. Or you have to run the water in, in the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink and just take a look underneath the sink and make sure nothing's going on. Exactly. All of those are simple things that people can actually do to help prevent mold. Now, what is your call to action? What's the thing that people should do next? Uh, Like I said, we have Udemy courses, so don't be scared to uh, check out any of those courses. We're slowly trying to work on those, so it's 
it's a new process for me, so be patient there. But check out our courses. And like I said, right now, as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, if you have a crawl space or an attic, just go throw the ladder up and go take a peek. Yeah. And that is a good way to avoid doing your taxes if you're doing it at the last minute. Yeah, but people like us, I think they passed a bill. Business owners, they're going to give us an extension. Oh, that's right. So. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so then, but no, we, you, we you still, still procrastinate. Yeah, still should be doing your taxes. <laughs> Say, though. no, I'm too busy doing my taxes. I'm checking for mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Uncle Sam will let that fly. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to check out the courses that are coming out on Udemy and also be sure to join us on the email list. We'll catch you in the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.